Okay, so you have a mantra. Yeah, I have a mantra that I use in order to like get me or fe- put me in a place where I'm asking like the world for good things or just things where I'm like I feel to help me overcome my um what's the phrase um imposter syndrome. Because I have it, and I'm sure a lot of people, and if you are someone who is a POC and a woman, you have it, for the most part, in something. Wow. With work, with life, with biking. So I was just talking about context. Um, there was a moment where I was biking, and I was ferocious, because I would need to get to class. And I and, and then work, and then class, and work, and I'd work to like at the restaurant. Work, class, work, class. And I was ferocious. I was dangerous. And I... It's something I thought about. This is what I think about because think about uh, why and how I became it and how I allowed myself to do it. And this is how I got my raise, too. I said to myself, and me and my friends have been saying to each other, my other POC friends, um, say, what would a white man do? And I, and I, and I, so when it comes to like getting paid, when it comes to like going fast on a bike, she'd be like, like what allows you to let go of like these cultural things that hold you back, this imposter syndrome where you're not allowed to take up space and be like, my friend would be like, should I ask more money? Should I go? Should you, should you like, are you? And like, am I, if, am I like barreling down the street? Am I going to run this yellow light and just so I can get to work on time so I don't get docked? What would I, what would a white guy do? And I do it. And I do it. And it's horrible. But it's the sense is like. He would just if, do it. He would just do it. He would just do it. <laughs> he wouldn't ask for any questions. He wouldn't, he would own it. And he wouldn't care who gets hurt because of it. So Oof. I'm, that's where I'm at. What? Because for what? me, that was a big a one for like, do. that's always been a big one. So I'm not proud of it, but it is a way for me to like exist in this culture as a woman of color, as a queer woman. I the way I'm ex- able to exist in my my subsets of where my communities are that are mostly dominated by like white men. That's what I do. That's my mantra to myself. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. That is really interesting. I mean, that's yeah. And I don't th- I don't agree with it. Is the other thing. Is like I know that the world would be better off if we didn't have that. That wasn't my mantra, but if I'm supposed to exist in it, well, it's like I hear things from my uh, singer-songwriter friends that are women. Yeah, you know, have stories like a guy at a at a show mm. telling them how to string their guitar or something like Jesus. that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's like no one's ever told. I mean, that's amazing to me. I've never had to deal with that yeah. at all. I had to deal with other things, but... You never have an, a, a moment where you're like, am I supposed to be here? Well, I'm sure you, you have, have it in different ways. You, do. you You don't have it because of your, your, your color identity. I mean, I constantly am wondering everything, so I've, mm-hmm. I can attack myself. I'm very good at attacking myself, but I never attack myself over... Well, now I do, I guess. Yeah. In the yeah. last couple of years, I've started to really wonder about that kind of thing yeah bike like a white guy it's, un- <laughs> it's unsafe but it gets you places really fast Dude, it gets your PRs this really high and then like PR. that's that's how you that's how I got really fast for don't ever t- don't tell my wife that I was reckless on a bike and when I was 27 in order to get myself to class on time work on time and then back home to her so boom Laura, and you did that. it you didn't take a car you took a bike I took a bike so you don't you have one car one car Mm. Yeah, we got it in the pandemic. 
because we were afraid about the um, fires. Right. When did you give up your car? You said I gave up my car. Maybe in 2017. Cool. So what was that like? It was totally, totally normal. I lived in, was living in the city. Right. You don't need a car here. People think they have a car here and they need a car. They don't need a car. It was way more... I, my life went from, like, stress and, like, it was like I had a child yes. that was always exposed. And it was just, like, wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it for anything. And I didn't use it. So then when I got... I had a bike. Actually, I had a bike. It was too small for me that I got for free from my old nonprofit's uh, storage unit. They just collected, like, bikes they had found, and they just stored them. Uh-huh. And uh, they were like, here, and it didn't fit me. So I biked with that from, like, 2015, 2017, uncomfortable. And then Kelly. Kelly was my gateway, too. Well, Ke this is Kelly's old bike. Oh, no way. Yes. That's awesome. So I, when I gave up oh my, my car, God. I was like, this bike is, this is going to be my main mode of transportation. I can't. This, I don't fit it. Like, my legs aren't fully extending. Yep. I'm not, like, getting any power. I need more power going up hills. And I still have it for Laura, but Kelly got wind of it. She was, actually, Kelly was moving. Yeah. And she's like, I need to give up this bike. And I was like, I, don't, I know we're completely different statures, but can I try it? Let me see. Like, my legs are kind of weirdly, sh like, long, but yeah. not. And uh, it fit. <laughs> it fit, and it's great. And it was the one she had out in the avenues. That's so it awesome. was full of like sand when I got it was like yeah. had sand in places yeah, and it was yeah. like had rusted from like wear and tear of like the fog and I've just kind of tried to keep up maintenance on it yeah ever since and it was living in the city and biking was like the best era of Alexis I think I hadn't got, ever been as fit even though like maybe seven years eight years prior I was like running like half marathons and my leg, just biking, just got me like holistically more healthy. I totally feel that. Mm -hmm. So I experienced a similar thing where I, it was, Cal, Cali was my gateway. I, I moved to the city with my car from wow. LA and I spent a year and a half moving it around constantly. Like, I love what you said. It's like babysitting. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally. And still getting constant fines. I mean, like thousands of dollars of fines. I would move it out. Eventually I figured out actually out here was the best place where they wouldn't bother it. So yeah. I'd move it out here and then take the train back to Soma. Yep. Make a note of where it was. And so when it died, it had 267,000 miles on it and it died. Nice. I was like, I think I'm going to not get a car. And then I did the bus thing for a while. Well, the, the this is long-winded, but the Kelly thing is... I came to her, it's, I was t asking her about how do you get around the city without a car? And she's like, you should get a bike. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I don't do that. Mm -hmm. I'm not, come on. <laughs> Literally, I was so dismissive. Wow. I was so dismissive. And she goes, you're not ready. Oh, <laughs> like very like lovingly, she's like, you're not ready. Oh, and then <laughs> a year later, I'm sick of the bus, the car is gone. And I'm like, okay, tell me about the bike thing. And she goes, you're ready. <laughs> And then she's just like, yeah. I got this $150 bike on Craigslist and, you know, she yeah. like led me around the city once and I was like, okay, cool. This will work. I mean, I biked my whole childhood, wow. you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Same. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Right. Like yeah. it was like the best, most freeing moment probably of like my solid, like core memories is like learning that you can like go somewhere on your own 
without being tethered to someone else. Yes. And you can just like go. And it was like boundaries would extend a little wider, a little wider each ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we live near a creek and like once I realized like my tires could handle dirt, I was like, okay, we're extending even more. And then you just don't, and then I, well, I grew up in like a suburb and then I lived in San Jose. So not a bike friendly city at, not at all. It's not meant for like, it's all meant for cars. It's kind of like LA in that. It's yeah. like sprawled in like pocket neighborhoods, no good solid bike paths anywhere. So I just stopped biking, came to the city and saw a lot of bikers and I don't know what it was. I was just like probably sick of my, I was sick of my car. I knew I was biking like off and on, but I would always kind of fall back on my car when I was running late. And then I was also like a student and I realized like I can't do public transit like every day. Yeah. I can't take any other form if I'm gonna, and I need to get places to class fast. And I was like, what is gonna be the thing? And I right. was like, well, I'll just bring this bike up. And then slowly realized my, this bike is not, I, this, these are some real hills here. Like I need to like, I can't just do a what, I can't just like la 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 bike here. Yeah. Like I need to like be very focused and have good equipment. I was like, I gotta get a road bike. So right after college, I moved to New York for five months. I didn't have a bike. And then I didn't like New York and I, my friends were in LA and everybody's like, you need a car. Mm. That's what I was told. Mm -hmm. You need a car, you need a car. Yeah. So. And here's where the privilege comes in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, LA's got a lot, a lot of. I mean, it's a town. It's all a city of cars. Right, but so they say you need a car, mm -hmm. and I got a car mm. because Dad got me a car. Mm -hmm. It's like a graduation gift. Yeah. Wow. So there's that. Got a car. That's privilege. Yeah, just getting a car. I mean, that two hundred sixty-seven thousand miles later. Mm-hmm was from that gift. Yeah, yeah, I mean. I couldn't have afforded that car then. Yeah. I don't, well what, I would have, If okay, so if I needed a car and I didn't have that opportunity, what would I have done? I would have gotten a car loan. Yes. And then I would have had a car payment. Exactly. And that car payment would have been. You, had a, you would have been able to get the loan and the car payment. That's right. The, that's the other thing, right? Like that's a really, yeah. Or at the very least, yeah, this car was good enough at the time to, yeah, like to keep you going for 200,000 miles versus like, so I've had three or four. No, and I'm not at all saying like my, like, I'm just saying like, there's another side of it, which is like, how do you get a car in a place where it's like, how do I, maybe I don't have like luxury or something of someone buying me a car. And it's like, well, I, you get an old car to right. like get you to like, and it has 100,000, 200,000 miles already. Right. And it'll get you to like, you know, a year, two years with it, right? right. And then you get another old car. Right. So it's like, yeah, you're not, you're only spending five grand here, 10 grand here. Yeah. But it's like, anyway, so. Well, buying, the crazy thing about that is you end up spending more money. You totally do. Yeah. Well, buying a car, buying a car is just a fa fascinating thing. So buying a car in general, yeah, and that status and places that like hold that status, like high LA is that one of those spots. And San Jose, where I grew up, feels like the same. Yeah. Well, I, I, I call San Jose like a mini LA. Yeah, it's very it similar, very sprawly, very yeah. like, and the vibes are the same. So a lot of immigrant families, a lot of um, pocket neighborhoods that are like, a lot of white flight neighborhoods, like going up towards the mountains. Oh, wow. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Like, so like the- Fleeing San Jose. Little, yeah, and they call the cities different names. So it's San Jose, but they like rename it like um, Willow Glen. 
Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like you're, but you're if you glad. look at the map, it's like did you you're within it. You're it's like how did you carve out a perfect circle within a circle? Like you're not you know what I mean? So, yeah, I know what you mean. So, um, yeah, and there's a lot of a lot of privilege with with car and a lot of status. So one of the things I, I wrote in the message to you was. Oh wait, can I do the yeah? Let's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. So the impetus for this conversation is, and I downloaded that TikTok video so oh, I can yes. put the audio <laughs> in the thing. So good. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it, a banger. It sounds. It slaps. It slaps. It's good. So two people sent me that. White men on bikes. They're important. You best get out the way, white men on bikes. They're important. They got outfits like in a race, white men on bikes. They're important. They got places to go. Are you going to work or the Olympics? Well, probably no and no, but still, they're important. They got outfits like in a race, white men on bikes. They're important. You're existing in their way, white men on bikes, 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 bikes. Okay, so it's funny, and then I'm like, first of all, mm-hmm. I really deeply know that I'm not important. Okay, yeah. Like, I've, I actually, it's You're like important a, to me, so. Well, That's, thank you, okay. but like, philo- philosophically, yes. like this, None of, what this butterfly, butterfly is. Yeah, that butterfly on? actually is more important than both of us, I would say. Well, I, I think we're equal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think we're equal to the olive tree. And I think we're. I, I don't really, think we're equal to trees. I think trees are way above us. So you want a hierarchy? I want a hierarchy of tree at the least. At the very least, put trees up there. Me, we are equal to butterfly. Okay, continue. Sorry. I read this article in January about human supremacy, mm. and it has really deeply affected me. I mm. can't. I can't. And it keeps echoing. What other species mm. is like? Well, I gotta. I gotta go to Boston. Yeah. <laughs> for the weekend. And so it's going to cause, I'm going to have to get on an airplane mm-hmm. and that's going to burn fossil fuels and that's going to cause problems. But I just, I just, I have yeah. to do it. Yeah. Like who has, why do we have the right? You know? Yeah. I hear what you're saying. I feel like it's, I feel like we've always been a traveling herd and always kind of needing to go to the next place or at a survival wise need to like, spread ourselves I mean at least that's what I've you know been taught yeah but and I and I feel that innate like sense of like I want to go I want to see that and experience that yep but I don't know if that's modern day culture's effect on me or or anything but regardless I think about it like what about all the migration patterns of like other animals like it's a thing but why is ours so tight? Why is ours? Ours has become toxic. Ours is destructive. Ours need has become, well, now it's involved so many other things. Yeah. Right? So it's involving cars. It's involving other people. It's involving, involving like, like objects that we don't need, like tents made out of like things. You know right. what I mean? Like it's involving so many other things. Like we can just, we just want to move, which is why I like coming back to this. why I like the city actually. Yeah, me Because too. like you can move to a new place and have that kind of like, discovery or sense of like right. need be fulfilled very quickly yeah without really any anyone yeah but that's interesting so you're learning so you're thinking about su- so i'm thinking supremacy. about that yeah. and then obviously white supremacy is in the news and so then that tiktok mm. also brings up whiteness yes yeah. and it's come up in other 
ways, obviously. Yeah. So anyway, she says the whiteness thing. And so then I think I responded to you something like, I don't know what riding my bike has to do with whiteness, but I'm, I'm, um, I'm not any more important than a squirrel. Yeah. And then you sent these beautifully verbose and thoughtful messages back via Instagram message. Well, yeah, I feel like, and I, and when you wrote that, I remember thinking like, that's okay. I remember thinking that's okay. And let me explain to you why in my, I feel fairly, um, awoke, awoke to the world. Mm -hmm. And I've done a lot of in my own life as existing as a queer, uh, POC woman have experienced a lot and have tried to like stay in tune with, um, vernacular and stay in touch with like the world, but I'm not, you know, I didn't go to college and study like racial, racial studies. I didn't go into, you know, like, so I'm not an expert, but I, I remember when I wrote that or when I, when I saw what you had written, I was like, I remember feeling like that's okay. I'm not, I didn't, I never thought like he's, I never thought you're wrong. I never thought like you, you were actually also thinking that you were trying to give me a a point of view. It was like, I don't know. And I was like, okay. And so I approached that writing that like how I would. And I feel like, I feel like I've done this a lot. I'm, I'm married to a white woman. There's, I'm, I'm, I'm in, a, I'm in tech. So there's a lot of like whiteness around me. Wow. I live in like Bay Area, and the, I lived in San Francisco for years. There's a lot of whiteness around me. I'm used to, for lack of better words, like teaching. Yeah. But like also in a way that's like I'm not no no pointed no pointed fingers, but also like this is the reality of what I see, and I think you can get on board with it. And so that's, for sure, I mean that's why yeah. I invited you to talk about it because yeah. I want to better understand it. It's not this is not the first time that I've heard this, yeah. and it's also not the first time I've seen it. I mean, well, that's that's interesting too. But yeah, I was just thinking like I've seen people of all races yeah. in those bike outfits Absolutely. being obnoxious. It's true. <laughs> I it's think true. the majority are white, oh but I've definitely Absolutely seen it. Absolutely true. And it bums me out because it's. That's not what I'm in it for. I know. It's a vehicle. I know. It, there's definitely two camps of cycling that are very clear. And it's ha- the delineation is um, status and money. And I think whiteness, we can't ignore whiteness throughout that. Actually, okay, let me start by saying I, before I came out here, I, I talked to a friend of mine who is a big avid cycler, but like in the, like wear the, wear the outfits. Like he is the guy that's he's like, he's on. wearing outfits. He's important. Mm-hmm. Like he's, yeah, got, yeah. he's got somewhere to go like that. He is fully, you know, all clad in it. Um, his bikes are thousands upon thousands of yeah, dollars. Right. His gear, like hunt, his shoes are like hundreds, hundreds of dollars, always changing them up, whatever. But he's actually on a ride. He doesn't have somewhere to um, go. No, um, he's, well, he's like, he borderlines that like he's a, uh, He's like trying to be like an amateur cyclist. Like he's also does like races, okay. but he's in that world. Yeah. And so he goes on rides in the city with groups. Um, one of them's called the fat cake club. Have you heard of this? No. Just a cycling group. Okay. And, but you look at their Instagram and we're talking like, you know, it's everyone's in an outfit Yeah. and I'm just like, <laughs> I, I don't go. And he tells me to come and I right, was like, right. I'm not going to bear, I don't have 
I don't have an outfit and yeah. like I, and that's okay like I still ride for like exercise and I still ride for commute but like I don't have an outfit so I'm not gonna go and I think that's the deline- delineation there it's like there's there's money involved but so I talked to him right. and I said hey you know what are your thoughts on whiteness in the cycling community just period I didn't give him anything else mm-hmm. and he's like not super well spoken about this stuff but he immediately was like oh yeah he was like when you look at the crowds, he's like, everybody over the age of 40 is like a white man. And he goes, but everybody under the age of like 40 is like um, a woman or a person of color. And I was like, well, that's cool. And I was like, okay, interesting, interesting factoid there. And so we're, we're definitely like, I wanted to kind of hear his thoughts over like, what do you see? And he goes, this is, he goes, I don't think, he's like, that's what I see. Like it's, it's an old sport. It's an old sport that comes from like, money and so like as a sport that's where it it comes from and so like there's like this idea of like what i wrote was like bike biking or cycling because you want to and cycling because you have to right and like that's the that's how it goes but does it change your um but can we still see like whiteness throughout it as like a behavior modifier well i i use the bike as my primary form of transportation and am now making it like a major center of how i tour because I choose to do it because I like to travel that way. Mm-hmm. But I could buy a, I could get a car. Yeah. And maybe I would have an easier time getting a car because I'm white. I mean, I'm definitely not, I don't have the kind of money that I think the guys in that club probably have. Yeah. Um, that's also, maybe I'm just projecting, but I, I imagine I don't. Um, but man, it's like, well, this whole thing that's been going on around here, specifically, like, you're over here, right? Mm-hmm. You, the Great Highway is right down there. Mm-hmm. What I would want to do with you today is ride on the Great Highway with yeah. you. It's open to cars now. Oh, Five days right. a week, that's they right. reopened it to cars. Shit. Can't do it. I remember when they closed it. It's tra- It's so sad to me. It's the only p- political issue I've ever really gotten involved in. Yeah. And we lost for why? now. Why is it? Why? Who drives there? Nobody drives there. People from this district oh, okay. to get south complain. It's a, it's a minority. I think it's a minority that's okay. complaining. But well, I can see. And people and the the messaging is like it's working families that rely on a car for transportation. Well, there you go. Right, and so they're saying that the privilege comes in. Well, yeah, if you're working from home or you can afford to live in San Francisco and bike to your job, yeah, that is privilege. Yeah, people that have to own a car and work in Daly City have to drive down there. Hundred percent. Okay, and they can still drive down there. They can take Sunset, or right. they can take Nineteenth Avenue, which is still messy. And sure. I, I don't know how you get, can you, I don't know. I don't know this area as well to be able to like commute through in a car, but I can imagine, I get it. I all immediately get that. Yeah. Like I'm there, I'm there. So, so the accusation and then the, the people that are really into keeping it as a park yeah. are the visuals are that they are largely white mm-hmm. and they have like fancy bikes. You know, like there was a big protest mm. and it's like the people rolling with like, like the nice three bike. kids electric Jesus. bike thing. And so it just looks, looks okay, not, but yeah, compare see. that to a, to the cost of a car, even a used car. Absolutely. No, it's definitely. <sighs> it's such a tricky one. It's tricky. It's tricky, but it's true. And I'm telling you like the status around, well, I'll talk briefly about like the status and what it holds. But when we, when I was coming up, yeah, your your car was kind of how you were seen. 
like in in the neighborhoods it was like what kind of car do you drive what kind of car do you drive that kind of implies your status implies that you can hold a job because you can afford a car right it implies that you or you're good with money you've saved money or you um or your family cares enough oh. for you to be able to be like commute to like a campus that you were in college that was basically why i got my car was like you got into a really good school uh, private high school so we are going to because you've elevated continue to elevate our, our family we're gonna like put in for a car for you so it's did a lot so when you went home and you you I remember seeing like I remember it like you go to any like working-class neighborhood and you will see cars a lot of cars yeah you'll see like five cars on in front of a in front of a house a lot of trucks too. a lot of trucks and a lot of car, just cars a lot of little Honda Civics and you'll see like no no green, no grass. They'll transform their grass into like a parking lot because like it's usually like a family of five living in a place and they all each have a car because they're each going to a different job or right. maybe to a different college or coming into this like this, like coming into the city or going out of the city and yeah. you're just working. I guarantee that's what you'll see. And the cars probably and the job could be far away because they can't afford rent or yeah. a house closer to the job or something. Probably, likely. And so biking is like and then biking in those areas is like first off it's like why are you biking it's like okay so you got a job nearby okay you can't afford a car right. or something happened with your insurance why are you biking maybe something happened with your oh, you means of DUI income exactly like so a lot of like implications around like so why are you biking um and then and then you think about it like can you even bike in those neighborhoods and safely, safely, and and you cannot absolutely because there's not the infrastructure. There's no infrastructure for yeah. it. There's no. You, I was just in Brooklyn with my friend, and we got a couple of those city bikes, which already are. I I have love hate with them. They're so I, heavy. They're so heavy, and also like, why are they so ugly? And also <laughs> like, why you know can't they just be like. They're really che cheap, but also like, can they just be cheaper? Like they're like a little bit over. They're too much. I know they're it's such much. a bummer. It's like it should be two fifty. It's like it's kind of like it's a weird thing that I have with them. But one thing I noticed is we were get trying to find them, and my friend lives in Bedsty, and we That's couldn't. That's where I live, dude. We couldn't find a, um, like we went from like Williamsburg or something to like the park and then back, and then we were like went through Bedsty to like stop for a bar, and we couldn't find anywhere to put our bike yep, back there you go and i was like this makes i guess a little sense i mean i know like everything in brooklyn's getting gentrified but i was like fuck right like what the fuck yeah. like we're at the point we're 2021 yeah and brooklyn's huge like it's so inhabited now we're still doing shit like this yep. and i thought about like you know i think about like go when i'm when i'm in oakland like when i visit laura laura works over near like fruitvale and there's no bike lanes. Yep. There's nothing there. There's the infrastructure is not there. And I think about San Jose, which is like sprawled in LA like, and it's unheard of to bike. You have the bike warriors. You have them that like are stuck and want to do it. And they like find routes here and there and they make their own, but none of them are safe. Half yeah. of them are like in a place where like you could easily get hit. And so it's just like, it's not for, it's not, it's not being thought of as something to bring into these like communities that are working class right and it's and it's also the people there don't want it that's the thing there's, the, there's the, a lot the, the paradigm shift to me i've i've yeah the paradigm shift to make it seen as a vehicle yeah i mean because the thing where i'm coming from with it really genuinely yeah is i love it 
Yeah. I would much rather get around that way. Yeah. Even if it takes me longer and it's raining. Mm -hmm. It makes my heart feel better. It makes my body feel better. It makes my mind feel better. Like my financial, mental, physical, and what's missing? Emotional. Oh no, emotional's there too. All that health Mm -hmm. has improved since I don't Mm. own a car and I get around and buy. Seriously. Yeah. And I want that for people of all communities. Yeah. Like I want that option to be there and I want them to experience how rad that is. And they will save money in the long run. I mean. But how do you tell it to a family who's coming from, you know, out here on 38th that has to go into like, um, like daily city every day to work at like the target. Right. And like you just, there's no, and then you have buses and there's just so many layers to it. And so, yeah, it is. Biking is in itself now the way, the way we can like think about it in terms of any type of free time. Cause that's really also a privilege with biking is that like we can, it takes a minute, right? It takes a minute. So like yep. you're thinking that we're taking time. I was time. thinking that yesterday when we were having, the, when we were getting ready to have this conversation yesterday on my errands, I was thinking like, okay, I see the privilege here because I'm just kind of meandering all day getting yeah. my errands done. Or you mean like, and it's, yeah, I think commuting on a bike is really interesting too. Also when I was biking in to Soma, even from just Hayes Valley, it's all downhill, but there's a minute where it kind of goes I don't know. And I would always be like running late. So I'd, I'd bike really fast. Yeah. So I'd show up to the office like gla- glazed Sweaty. with sweat. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, oh shit, like I, and no one else. And I was like, okay, but biking is okay. Biking's like, we all like it for like this, like the, the company is not going to like think of me less of me, but I, it, I think about it because you walk in these nice buildings, yep. everyone's dressed yeah, nice. Totally. And I'm just like a little bit laced with like a glean, like little like <laughs> water and like sweat. And I was yeah. like, I I don't think I can do this. Like I'm still ju- like I still I think I need to put a good impression. So I started then I started taking the bus. Oh or wow. Or I started stopping the bike and walking a couple blocks to like lessen my breathing yeah. and like get rid of the sweat and like maybe change my shirt. And I was like, this is interesting. And I was like, why do I feel the need to do this? And I was like, okay, well we won't we won't go into that layer of it, but Well, so totally. That's but that is. That's all about changing the paradigm yeah. of the car culture yeah. and changing hearts and minds around it. That's <sighs> yeah. Very, very hard to do. I mean it's I a, can't believe that this is where I've landed at this point in my life. I mean, honestly, like I was not a bike guy. Yeah, it's hilarious. I what did you for think this, of bike guys? Like, what I was, thought what? nothing about them. Okay, they literally occupied zero space oh, in my uh, mind. I don't even think I saw them. Okay, the, I mean, that my, makes sense. Yeah, if you're like in LA, like <laughs> yeah. there's no, not really. Anything. If I saw one on the road, like if I can remember when I was driving, I would get stressed because I wouldn't want to hit them. Yeah, and I wouldn't anger. know how to pass. It's them. usually like anger, stress, yeah. tension, anxiety. Yep. When you see a biker, I'd be like, oh no, and yeah, now that's I'm, interesting. We should talk about that. Like from a car, what did you used to think about like a biker? Or, like right. that that would be interesting to kind of like. I was annoyed probably, annoyed. and also worried about hitting them. Yeah, like I can't tell you as even as a even as a biker when I see even as a biker, I would see bikers on the road and I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, be careful. Like and and more often than not. The people that weren't careful were the people who were like in outfits. I guess I love that's what we're calling them. Those yeah, are the privileged folks. We're talking about the outfit folks. And well, you had this great thing in one of those texts. We're talking about how you hold space. Well, that that's huge. 
So what, talk about that. Okay, well, I'm, I'm attributing this to like all of my experiences coming up from Soma, going up market, going down market, coming back up market. As I lived there for six years. Okay, I, I'm so in this, is, this is where I'm at. Yeah. Because <laughs> I cannot, for the life of me, I have never had so much road rage more f- or fear of, of, of getting actually hurt while biking than in and around other bikers, not cars, other bikers in Soma. Ah, bummer. And it's because of the, and it's never, and I'm not trying to like, um, you know, not everyone is, and everyone is produced equally. Obviously we're talking about like larger themes and ideas here, but for a lot of the, it's never, it was rarely ever a woman. It was rarely ever someone of color because I rarely saw people of color biking in general. When I did, it was like, oh, awesome. It was usually like a white guy in a a uniform yeah, and like an outfit. And I was always like, you literally, so dangerous. Trying to get past me fast, trying to catch the light faster, coming in and out of my my area. I'm just, I'm just cruising. I'm not a huge, I'm not like a fast biker. Me neither. I'm I'm very slow. (laughs) I'm cruising. I'm not trying to, if I don't catch the light, I don't catch the light. Yeah, it's fine. Um, My favorite thing to do is to be pacing a car. Like you're at the light together with the car. The light changes. They angrily speed off Mm. because they're trying to get there. Mm -hmm. And then you just roll up right next to them with the next light. So that, but with bikers. That's what I'm thinking about. (laughs) And that with bikers, because it's usually like a, you know, taller white dude with an outfit coming from work or whatever. And they're coming into my lane, coming into my space, maybe going around around me and weaving in and out of me and other bikers. And or going through like getting close to a car. This is the other reason. You want the reason? The reason I posted that why? on that day. Oh yeah, why? Because that day was the day I dropped. I actually drove Laura to school, to school in uh, over in Oakland. Uh-huh. And I rarely ever have the car, so I was like, okay, let me. I'm gonna get some coffee at this farther coffee shop down the street that yeah. I don't, you know, normally walk to. And I got some coffee, and I get in my car, and it's like commuter time, so like it's a busy street, and I see these bikers maybe like a hundred yards down. And so I'm like super aware of them because yep. like as a, be biker, as a biker, <laughs> I'm like super aware of them yeah. and as a driver. And I will say the first time I ever took my driver's test, I didn't pass because I didn't move my head enough for the bike, bike lane. So oh. I'm super aware okay. of bikers now. Right. So I'm like, okay, a hundred yards, that's fine. I'm like, ooh, they got outfits, they might be fast. Yeah. So I'm like, let me just try to see. And if I can't, then I'll, I'll pull back and I start to pull out and, um, they're getting closer, and I was like, "Okay, I'll just pause here for a second. I'm not gonna go. I'll let yeah. them. I'll let them kind of cruise around me, and, and we're at a red light, anyways." Um, so they come up, and I see them. And instead of going to the right of me, which is towards, you know, it's, I'm, I'm in the bike lane because I'm trying to merge in. Instead of going to the right of me, which is near the sidewalk, right? They go to the left of me. Yep. And I was like, "Listen, I'm already moving. Like you guys, like, okay, that's fine. I'll just stay still." And some of them passed me, and I was like, that's a little annoying, but okay, go for it. Yeah. Bikers, you got you yeah. right away. And there's a couple more behind them. <laughs> and I was like, now I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna go slow. You've obviously seen your buddies pass me. I start to move. Uh oh. And all of a sudden, I just feel like this I feel a presence. And I was like, wait, what? And I look behind me, and this man has his hand on my car. Yeah. And he's just like holding my car with his hand and his bike and his like $300 outfit. And I'm just like, don't, don't touch my, Yeah. just go. Yeah. Why do you feel like it's okay to do that? I, here's, you have two options. You have three options. You have four options, (laughs) which is like, one of them could be just like stopping. And I was like, just go to the right, 
go far to the left because you see I'm going slow and I'm giving you a lot of just space relax. to move. And that's okay. And like, let's all share it. And I'm just trying to be like, here's the road. Let's all take it. And he said he becomes, because I'm in his, in his space, he come, he gets to come into mine. Right. And like, and then he like, he like kind of tails me for a little bit. We get to the next light. He's doing this. He kind of does the same thing. He feels entitled to my, to me yeah. and my space. Obviously like, I don't know. I, I just had a moment with it. Yeah. And so and I immediately, I don't know if TikTok is as wired in my brain, right. but I was like, that's annoying. That's annoying. I wasn't like flabbergasted. I was like a little annoying. And so I see this TikTok and I was like, that's literally, that's literally what this guy had somewhere to be. Yeah. So aggressively, he felt the need to like hold on and, and like cradle my car and then like kind of give me taps to let me know if I'm like, <laughs> I'm doing something right or being like, you're doing good or hey, that's not okay. I'm like, you don't, you don't, who are you? Just because you're wearing a uniform just to follow your instructions? I was like, listen, I, and the amount of times that I've just seen that also happen in the wild, the amount of times I've been yelled at on my bike. For, By here's other the thing is like I like didn't I never like rolled down my window when this guy was doing this I never said like hey like it's all good go around I never did that or or hey do you want to not do that or hey go to the other side I never gave him instruction yeah but the amount of times that I've been given in instruction from a person in a car is incredible oh. as a biker doing none of the same things just because I'm Maybe a little slower. Okay, are you maybe ready for a, this? a younger looking person. Maybe on like a not as nice bike. Also a female person of color because female I've never been instructed to do anything. Oh right my in a car. god, I cannot tell you how many times I've been told I'm biking incorrectly. Oh my gosh, I've no one's ever said that to me. Told and the last time wow. it happened, someone goes literally had the audacity to slow down, roll down the window, and say, <laughs> "I don't know where you're from." This is quotes. <gasps> I don't oh know where you're from, but we don't. Like, but I don't know where, and I don't know where you learned to bike, but that's not how we bike here. And then first off, I'm like in the middle of dog, I'm dog patch. No one's around me. I was like, I'm not biking incorrectly. There's no biking incorrectly on the empty streets of dog patch. And I'm first, so I'm doing nothing wrong. What I, color was this person? He's to a white be fair. man. He's yeah. a white man. <laughs> I'm white man. God he's a white damn man. it. <laughs> I mean, but the funny thing was, I was like, we got to get it together. I we got to get it together. So these are my experiences. <laughs> I just remember thinking at that point, like, do you really look, are you really looking at me? Cause I'm Filipino and Mexican. I can only exist in the Bay area. And I was like, this is weird. Like, why would you, I was like, this guy's crazy. And well, he also, been. There is, there is, I mean that there's like an innate privilege mm -hmm. in addressing anybody, mm -hmm. not just you, well, that's what I'm saying. anybody. Well, it's it makes like, you second guess yourself. It made me question myself. And I wow. did. I sat there for a minute. I was like, wow. it made me a little emotional. I was like, fuck, what am I doing? Like, I'm just trying to get to do the good from point A to point B. And I did, am I doing something wrong? And I think about that a lot in, in general, in general, as a woman of color in a space that like, I'm not accustomed to seeing myself in, which is biking in San Francisco is a big one. Right. But there are a lot, there are a lot of, of, I'm not saying like there's none, there's a lot. I just know for me in my experience, all of the ways that my POC-ness and being a woman and being a queer person and and kind of like seeing whiteness in the world, all of that that happens everywhere else, it can happen in the cycling community. It can happen in the biking. It, like it's not excluded from the rest of like how social dynamics work. Right. It's still there. You go. there. Right. And I don't know. It just appears different and feels different because it's such an easy thing to be like. It's just two wheels and you're pushing forward with your feet. There shouldn't be anything 
more complex about this. Well, that's and that's where it's we. I, that's pushing so with good. your legs technically. Sorry, not your feet. But. I guess, yeah. <laughs> well, so then I think about this kerfluffle over the Great Highway and yeah. car-free JFK and, and how to share space, share spaces, yeah. share roads, and it, I don't want those truths to like muddy the discussion because yeah. what the discuss for me yeah. what I, the discussion is about is about other ways of getting people around cities yeah. which is quieter mm -hmm. and better for our environment yeah. and our mental health and our physical health and more safe I mean if, if San Francisco is going to be vision zero and they say yeah. we're going to have zero deaths because of car mm. well they're failing they, it's the same now as it has since they instituted that policy yeah. and closing an oceanfront two mile road and making it into a park that is the second most beloved space in the city yeah. and that all ages and all abilities and all backgrounds are down there yeah. enjoying it that is a, not a step in that direction no there is a need to kind of take cues from the community and what like hacks they found to get around with the biking community. Oh wow! But I I, I kind of think there's a little bit too much of like if you're trying to get to a vision of like a city that is um, completely or safe and uh, welcoming to bikers and getting away from cars, then you need to like you need to like start at the top. You need to be like this entire, like like the Great Highway, yes, which was a perfect. It was so opportunity. great. It was that's what's so sad yeah. about it. Paris and Barcelona are making bold steps. Mm. Arguably, we San Francisco is a global city, yeah. right? You could lead in this way, and we just totally failed to do yeah. it. Just now, we had an opportunity, and it's not over. I mean, yeah. there's a there's a, a strong movement to. Yeah, there's a lot to say about it, but yeah, it. Wow, man. And we lost, and we lost that. I lost. And it's I lost. I cared about it that I, I lost. You lost. You lost. Yeah, it feel, probably feels exactly like that. I've never It feels so sad. And what's really... So then you like you go to your leaders, you know? So my leader, <laughs> the way we've structured our democracy, District 1 is this, mm -hmm. is this district, and they're supervisors. So my leader is Supervisor Connie Chan. Yeah. And she's not into it um, at all. It's because she's... Because the demographics, the demographics are working class families and that need you know, that have the cars. But not all, though. Yeah. I mean, and that—that's really the crux of the discussion. Is like, to it's, me, it's such a false argument because it's like, yeah. Then those working class families that are dependent on cars, if we're going with that assumption, they can still drive their car everywhere, yeah. and yeah. they can have a park. Yeah. Next to the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what the real pressure behind her is? Then the money. Where's the real Where's money? Where's the real money and real pressure coming from? But I know that's a big that's a big part of San Francisco and the way it lives right now, which is constantly battling this like privileged elite that has moved in and like brought right. so much money and really trying to just like not let it be just that. And right. What, right. And so so the art the right. So the way that that's looked upon by people, um, like she's a descendant of Chinese immigrants. Mm -hmm. She's deep in the Chinese immigrant community. So she looks at the bicycle crew yeah. that wants that to be a park mm -hmm. and sees privilege. Mm -hmm. Which I get, I totally get. It's It sucks though. It still sucks because as a, 
you just want there to be more spaces for people to be able to move slowly throughout a city. Safely we know, and slowly. We know that through the pandemic, like it's it's a, it's literally a life-saving thing to have. Yeah. And so the idea of like going back to a, back to a state where it's like, no, 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 like we we the only way we're going to be happy is actually making making sure we can get people from to their jobs is is yeah it totally feels it probably feels so bad especially if you're fighting for it but i get it and how do you balance that and that's biking in a nutshell those that have to and those that need that like don't have to but do it and and none of those people ha- there's no jobs for people like that here that slow space isn't going to mean doesn't mean anything to those people because they're like, we'll never use it. We're going to be working sun up some time. We're never going to use that space anyways for biking because we don't bike. We don't bike because of whatever reason. But they might walk down there on their day off. Yeah. No, I mean, they sh- people should. By the beautiful Pacific Ocean that's the only quiet. It's like silent down there. I know. Today's such a beautiful day. I would love to bike down. It's epic, dude. It was, no, I, I <laughs> pre, early, early Pando. That's yeah, all I did. Early Pando. I would take every single day. I would bike from mm-hmm. Hayes and Webster through the park. It was beautiful, you know, just peaceful, and I could breathe. <laughs> early Panda. Early Panda. <laughs> I was living in the city early Panda. I've since moved to Oakland. But Panda. early Panda, when, like, things were like, we don't even know. I don't even Like, masks weren't really a thing yet. Yeah, right. And we were like, what do we do? And the world's collapsing. I would, like, have my own little version of, like, I gotta go somewhere else to breathe. And I would breathe and I'd bike through the park and I'd bike on the great highway. And it was truly a lifesaver and probably has been for a lot of people, but yeah. It's really, I mean, as a person who is a white person and like a cisgendered white person, Mm -hmm. I am aware it's really, I don't know really how to carry myself in that, in the advocacy because because it is seen by some people as privilege. Well, I have to add that I only could do that because I have a tech job and I did work from home and I could at any time just kind of drop what I was doing and do it. So I completely, I'm privileged in that way a thousand percent. Right. Which is, um, how, how about this? This and, might be yeah, controversial. Yeah. If you work in daily city yeah. in this moment of climate emergency, you probably should live close to where you work so you don't have to drive five days a week. A thousand percent. So, I mean, that's... But where? There's nowhere... Do you know what I mean? Like, right, I'm, right, I'm, right. It really comes down to which, which types of jobs and where. And, I mean, even myself. Right. I mean, whom... I mean... Yeah, so it's a housing issue, too. It's housing. It's, it's where what jobs are available and what place. It's priorities. So if I didn't have, yeah, I, I, the happiest times of my life were working at a nonprofit, not tied, not in a relationship and like, just like biking around and like putting around <laughs> and like, that's what you can do. You can just kind of do it because my priorities aren't like I'm with someone like now, if say we start a family in two years, like I need to prioritize family and work sat. It's like, that's what you prioritize. I don't know. I don't know. Like, and so you need to, like, I've even thought of like, what if I, maybe the job I need is in Palo Alto. So I would need to commute that. And like, it's not, so I'm privileged in that. Like I I have a career where I'm really able to kind of like take a step back and like breathe through it and not make rash decisions. But I can see because I have come from like working class people, the need for how survival will always trump the need for self care 
and care for the, anything else bes- besides your own family, which is, <laughs> well, you would you want you want the planet to be part of that. You want you you want them to see like how simple it is to like grow your own foods and be slow and work close to home, but there's so much survival going on in these communities. They can't think of there's nothing else. Right. It's just provide. Doesn't matter how far that work is. Like think about it. Like in terms of a lot of like new immigrants. Like people are working. Dude, I worked at Papalote for years. You remember, and uh, everyone in the kitchen, and they're all they're, they're working like all their families in Mexico. Like if you think about like that, that's the ultimate commute. You know what I mean? Like Whoa, they're working Jesus. and like they're yeah, like right. sending money back. And like think uh. of all of that, all of what it takes to kind of like keep them and their like community going and afloat. It's just, it's not. It's not that these working class families aren't can't think about like the planet and needing things to like and maybe they can't but it's just that there's survival will always be number one for them well you don't in have a very space close in it. a very closed place space right it's yeah. like them it's this is us to survive and i remember yeah. that when i had yeah. the times that i've had job i mean i haven't had i've had a, i've had jobs where i have to go every day yeah and you know, like I've waited tables five days a week, for example. And mm. you're exhausted at the end you're of exhausted. that. Yeah. You're you have nothing you don't want to bike down to the Great Highway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you want to go to you want to go to it's bed. It's crazy. Time is a time is the privilege now. And Whoa. those who have time or being able to find access to time, whether that be deciding on a career that gives you time, whether that be deciding to how to form a family around like having a family having like a smaller family like a one child versus two having no kids versus one um you just time is the is the commodity of privilege now and biking and cycling i mean that's the ultimate time time suck wonderful time spent but like that is time right caring for doing it commuting by that's all it is it is so that's great the one thing that also came up that we discussed that is one thing that I don't understand when it comes into this conversation mm-hmm. is the money. Money, Because yeah. it is more ex- far more expensive to buy even a cheap car and maintain it and put gas in yeah. it than it is to buy the fancy, not maybe the multi-thousand, but... Well, that's, that's what's out there is right now, buy, at least here. Buy a $2,000 bike. Yeah. That's a fancy bike. That's more fancy than my bike. Mine was 1100 well, the fancy Well, that's the thing, one. yeah. Buy, so money and, and cycling and holding it as a privilege. Let's think about it in terms of my experience, which is, um, you know, no money. No money. Early 20s. Just like a lot of people. But... Realize, and no family money that you could fall back on? No. Or yeah, right. No way. Okay. I mean, every now and then, like, you know, I'd get, like, a... My parents are... One, or my mother is wonderful, so she's always will be able to help us out. But, no. No family money. Like, my cars were secondhand. A lot of the times it was, like, family being like, yeah, like, we have an old car sitting around. Why doesn't Alexis take it? And, like, we'll throw us, like, a, like $100 every now and then to, like, pay it off. Right. So... I'm singing about um, money and cycling through my experience, which is different for everyone, but you don't realize how much A, a bike is. Even just a hundred bucks when you're broke is a lot of it. No, a big I know. When I got that right? hundred and fifty, dude, yeah. I mean, and for real, I'm yeah, telling you the no, truth. I hear you. When I bought that Craigslist bike, I had to 
take a couple days and be like, am I spending 150 I know. bucks on this? Well, that's the thing. Okay, that's so, where I was. So plan, so like, A, you need bike. Bike is going to be at least 100 bucks for a good bike. Yeah. B, tires. Tires are going to be whatever. Okay, so you're making an investment. You're making yeah. a, and depending on where your financial situation is, you're making a big investment. That alone prevents a lot of people to do it. But then you don't realize how much maintenance is, you don't, depending on where, I remember... Hey, but Alexis, remember, if you're buying yeah. a car, not to interrupt you, but if you're buying a car, yeah, you're one hundred percent. Cars are more, more expensive. The first payment is more than one hundred and fifty. One hundred percent. Plus the gas, plus the oil, plus the. No, no, no. I mean, in terms of like, like I said, like this demographic change is people that if you're buying a car, you're buying a car because you need a car. You need a car, whether that be because you wherever you live or whenever, like money the reason i think money as a factor money in like in a holistic sense like you have money to live in an area that is like nice yeah and like you can bike in it yeah like you live next the great you know say you know yeah. you live near like things money or or you live near work right, right. like you, that's money period and so when it comes into like when biking is a, when you realize how much goes into biking to like afford a bike, afford a place to live, afford a place to put it, oh, afford that's a place to to not literally have wear on tear in it. Like you're constantly going to um, that's interesting. Like include the cost of living of have, living where you can afford to only you can't. Commute by bike. I don't think you can separate it. Like, yeah. but you need a car because you need to. If somebody lived so close, if you could live somewhere so close to where you work and only bike and have the time to do it, that is the ideal. But how far away is the actual reality of like most people from that? Very far. No one, most people can't bike to work. And if you live in a, even if you live in like, like even in Oakland, there's so many less bikers in Oakland because you're, you farther big. distance, bigger, it's, bigger yeah, distance, yeah. right? So biking as a, biking well, money-wise. Well, it's, like, yeah. it's also a cultural thing. Yeah. Like we we are a car culture. I mean, it really is. It's it. We are a car culture. I think people don't. It, in regardless of the community, I think people don't think of the bicycle as a vehicle. They think about it as the bike guys. Def they I do. definitely didn't. Well, it's it's barely a it's barely a vehicle for some people. Like if you're gonna spend if you have like an eight hour shift, whatever, and you're gonna spend, I mean you're going to spend like an hour and a half of your day, two hours, two hours a day biking to work. If you are within an hour of your job, like it's as all, all I'm saying is like money comes into the money and the privilege that comes into biking. You can't separate it from places people live, the types of places they live, the types of ways they can afford the things that are going to keep things going. So yes, cars are more expensive, but um, literally like impossible to separate from where you live. That makes sense. Right? So, like, I'm thinking, like, money holistically. That'd be a really interesting economic study to, like, figure out the cost of maintenance ownership of a, of a bike you can rely on mm -hmm. and a car you can rely on. And then the median in the median rent where you are, yeah. where you have the car, the median difference. Distance, yeah, the, the difference distance in, to work. Yeah, right. So now I think I think this is a fair discussion though to have. Period. Now because so many people can still stay remote, but That's those are thing. still privileged jobs. Well, and the people that I, I totally get if you're if you're a plumber or something or you're a construction worker and you have to have a 
you have to have stuff with you. You well, can't just that. put it in your paneers and bike down. No, no, yeah, so that's sure. fine. But it's in their best interest that as many people as possible walk or take transit or, or find There's other less ways. less people on the road. Yes, exactly. Well, I remember early Pando. <laughs> when th- when roads when when no one was driving I loved anywhere. The early Pando. Remember when no one was driving anywhere? <laughs> ah, me too. Everybody. I know loves... everybody was dying and it's horrible. No, but the, I... no, no. Early early Pando. No one was really dying quite yet. People were getting sick. Remember right. that early early Pando. So we can think positive thoughts, and then it got really dark very quickly. Yeah. Early Pando. Everything shut down. Yep. Freeways are empty. Yep. Remember, I remember like the news articles like, like dolphins are swimming. Yes. And like, Dude, I went to the Marin Headlands on my bike. Oh my god. And I could, I'm not kidding you. I could see San Jose. Yeah, I bet. Across the bay, it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, you can't see the mountains down there today. Yeah, it's in everyone's best interest. Obviously, it's in the world's best interest. It's in the air's best interest. It's in. It's literally in everyone's best interest for so many reasons. But how do you? make it work for everyone. And the reality is like, right now at least, we're not working and living in the same place. Demographics that have, are more, you know, blue collar, that are more, you know, first generation homes. There's so much tied to culturally still, status through things, status through cars. And then, yeah, and then obviously like, free time is a luxury and, 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 and period. So I'm not saying these things are like all the same topic, but like you can't, no, they are. you can't take these, it's the same. If you're going to have, if you can see how, um, racial inequality and whiteness works within getting a home loan, going to college, um, walking down the street, if you can literally walk down the street or not, and you won't get stopped, you should be able to just like put it right into the biking culture. Right. And, we don't want it to be, but it's there. It's totally there. Yeah. People of color, men, like, you know, black men and, men and women get stopped so much more on bikes than white men never get stopped on bikes. Yep. They never even get, like, yelled at. <laughs> but, like, they're still getting stopped. They're still being, like, harassed. Like, same as if they were driving, same if they were walking down the street. Like, biking is just, like, another avenue for these things to exist in. And I... I also, I honestly went through a bunch of different podcasts trying to like find episodes and and articles trying to find people talking about this within like the cycling community and they don't really exist. They right don't there. talk about it. They don't talk about it. I'm like, but there there's there there's some here and there, but I'm like, I know I just know what I'm saying, and it's you, it's the same it's the same as if we were to go into any other institution. Yeah. It's just on the streets on a bike, and that's it. <laughs> I happen to be getting a good workout in and like feeling good because it does physically feel incredible to bike Mm -hmm. but yeah so you just can't you just can't separate them yeah i i don't know the whole bringing in bringing in more people to to cycling culture who are traditionally play people and and cultures that don't i or right now i'm I'm interested in like their also their views around it safety wise because I think that's something that we shouldn't ignore is safety within biking. Yeah, except that it's more dangerous to drive a car. I know, but like you're more exposed as a biker. Yeah. You're more exposed to the world, not just literally to get hit, but you're exposed to like the world. Right. Like you can, like I said, like oh, get, like you're not safely encased. Encased, you can't. Yeah, like you're more exposed. I don't know. I just feel like that would have a, definitely have something to do with it if I was like teaching my kid how to ride a bike in like a area that is 
don't, you don't see any bikes in. I'd be like, well, bike right here. Actually. Well, that was the whole thing with the great highway, yeah. Alexis. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Oh, my gosh. I really... It's so sad to me to think that even without meaning to, mm -hmm. because of my perceived identity, I could be like seen as insensitive to these issues, you know? Well, Great Highway is a great topic to bring up. I think we're, I'm at a place where I understand it. I'm like half and half perfectly. And that's kind of just the way I've always lived. It's like one foot in one type of world and one foot in another type of world. And I can see that. Whereas, like, you're like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm like, I'm like 30% of people in the city don't own a car. Yeah. So 30% of the roads should be car free. Yeah. It should be a, a separate grid. Yeah. And that way, there's your safety problem yeah. solved. Deliveries only on the 30% grid from mm. 2 to 6 a.m. or whatever. And just, just move them off. Move, move them off. And yeah. there's no cars on Van, Na Van Ness. And there's no. no car, or there's no bikes on Van Ness. And there's no bikes on most of the streets. Mm. But on the other s streets, there are no cars. That's interesting. Why not? And then you can still drive to your job. That's the thing. I mean, like, I, that's How much faster is it with, like, that Maybe access? a little slower. Okay. Maybe a little slower. I no. mean, there's also, that's the thing. There's also creative, you know, you put, you put a roundabout in Chain of Lakes in the park. Mm -hmm. There's things you can do. Yeah. And people I don't know man the, the Great Highway is a really interesting one too well it's, just a, it's a great point to be made like it, that what you were saying like you could be not as aware of these of a perspective right. because of who you are but like not also also just for I mean everybody understands like for the record you're not you're not in an outfit. You're not the outfit guy. Not everybody understands that, Alexis. You follow, you follow. Not everyone understands Because it, I'm on Twitter now, and apparently I, I tweet about bikes, and I'm, like, in the bike algorithm. Ah, I see. So not only am I being, like, radicalized by the bike algorithm, because mm. it's, it's, I totally get the cune on people. Mm. Because for the whole pando, <laughs> I've been getting the bike stuff. Mm. So now I'm, like, fucking in it, right? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then I'm retweeting it, and I'm tweeting with their tweets, and they're tweeting me. And then... I just like, I, I, I'm in it. I, I, I totally see why I'm seen that way. And I, and I, I hate it. I yeah. hate it. It makes me want to hide from it yeah. and not be an activist mm. because I don't want to be, it makes me feel bad about myself and sad yeah. and like, that you don't want to be seen in this group. Yes. Yeah. And seeing that I'm not being sensitive to people that have yeah. to commute and like, it, it, there's that's I mean this is a much bigger thing because yeah. there's so much nuance to the conversation. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you have to commute to work at Target in wherever, mm -hmm. um, and it, it's faster if you go on the Great Highway. Which let I'd like to see the numbers <laughs> because you could take Sunset, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, whatever the thing is, that's the way you like to go. Yeah. Okay, I get that. Mm -hmm. I have a really hard time biking in Oakland. And it's because I've had to change my tires, like, twice. Uh, yeah, I've had to do that here, too, though. Yeah, but, like, way too often. Okay, not just twice, but, like, a couple times to the point where I'm like, why am I? And I was like, oh, it's because I'm hitting potholes. Oh. And I was like, oh, fuck. That's different. Like, I'm used to glass here. Yeah. But, like, 
you can avoid it. Just yeah. don't go in Soma. But I was like, this is interesting. Let's talk about infrastructure is a big there part of go. it as well. Dude, I felt that I just experienced that when I was doing this bike tour up in Washington. You you get into Seattle and it's just dialed. It's lovely. Everything's mm -hmm. lovely. Mm -hmm. And then you get out of there into the suburbs and then other places. You're just on. You're like, what? You're on the and there's tents. Dude, it's rough out there. Yeah. And the, and the bike route puts you by the railroad tracks, puts you under freeways, and I'm just like, what is going on out here, yeah. man? I mean, I haven't bike, been out in the world. Bike safety. I feel like safety should be a thing to recognize. People that can, who feels safe and where. Because with biking, you're individually trying to deciding to put yourself in a new place. Yeah. Or ideally, or maybe not. Like there's been routes where I've only there's been times I've only taken certain routes because I know it's safe. Mm -hmm. So there's so there is a privilege in who you are, and it's in who you are while you bike because you can also go into certain spaces because of who you are. So like if you how much how fast you can bike how how easy you can access maybe things on your bike. Are you, do you feel safe? Are you a strong biker? Like, do you feel safe being who you are? I've had many moments where I don't, hmm. where I'm like, mm, and not because of the area, maybe because if I were to get stuck, I'd be alone. Right. I don't know why that would make, make me upset, but it, it would make me upset. Like, I shouldn't go this way, I should go this way. Be it's gonna be harder, but I'm, I'll be around more people. If I fall, if I get hurt, I'll be able to care of myself. But also like, are people trying to steal my bike? Like, right. this is an area that I know there's a lot of, like, bike thefts. That's very easy to push me off a bike and, like, take my bike. Like, God, I'm just saying. A bigger, like, yeah. I'm just, like, safety as, like, a whole. Safety as, like, a whole. So Am I w willing to take more risks on my bike to, a, to, like, go on a more, like, a certain route that would, whatever. Taking risks, being in spaces, feeling not excluded from spaces. That's something that I think whiteness plays into, period. And that also, you can clearly see with biking. Yeah. A lot sense. of the times, there's a lot of moments where I'm like, I can't go that way, I'm not, I shouldn't go that way. Or I should, I should wait, or um, that's unsafe for me. I definitely, um, any of my unsafe, lack of safety is generally around cars and the infrastructure around me. I don't, that could be the white privilege. Like, I don't feel Yeah, like, I don't, I, I mean, definitely that for me as well, but it's, I, I'm afraid of people too. Yeah. I'm more afraid of people, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I me, could say too. Me, of. I mean, bikes are terrifying, but I also, because I take less risks, I will not take a route that I know is faster, but I, but it has more cars because I feel like no one can see, maybe I'm shorter as a biker. Mm. Maybe I don't feel like I can maneuver as fast through some part of market. I'll like go around like to make sure, or like I'll go around and I won't get to my destination quickly, which then is like, could have been work or something. Like right. if I go down Hayes, do I go down Hayes or should I go down this other street that, that takes me farther out and then I pop into market yeah, right. and then do I not stay because um, I'm not fast and I can't maneuver this time of day, who's biking yeah. and that's the shit to think about. And like, I think about it all the time when I'm biking. I thought about it when I came here. I was like, which route is the safest for me right now? Which is a part of also those communities of people. Those are who teaches, how do you learn to bike? You learn from your family. Maybe your dad or your mom right. or your yeah, siblings. Yeah, and so like, as a woman of color, POCA, no one taught me rules of the road because no one thought I was gonna be like biking. Wow. constantly and so like I had to like learn that on the fly I mean a lot of people do later but like one of those things where I'm like I also would get 
I mean, my mom hates that I bike. Really? She hates it. Because <laughs> it's a status? It's like not... Yeah. She's like, why do you need to? Do you need a car? Do you need... Do you, you need, need a car? Do you need right, a car? Yeah. Or um, that's unsafe. Safety is big. And not just because it's dangerous, because sometimes it's dangerous to bike. And yeah. most traumatic brain injuries come from biking without a helmet. So it's like... Um, it's scary So for certain people. So I just know that like nobody would say that to me if I was like a tall male version of myself slender male of, of, of myself they'd be like oh that's nice do you get exercise good for you that's, that's great exercise no people are like why, why? that's great why yeah. are you okay like do you need wow like, can you not it. can you not I'll pick you up damn I'll it. pick you up I've gotten a lot of I'll pick you up I get that I get that yeah, I get people is, that are like well I'll give you a ride it's like that's not the that's point that's not the point oh my gosh thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me about this yeah I don't know I'm, if we solved anything I don't think we're supposed to right now. I think it's, it's just a talk. You know what? It's a big... I can get real pessimistic about the moment we're in. Yeah. But here's a shred of optimism is these conversations are happening. Yeah. Not just between you and me. People are aware of these things. That's the hope. We didn't talk about this stuff mm. in when Obama was president. <laughs> We didn't, though. I mean, I think we did. We just were like, all right, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, we've all uh, we've all come very far. We've all come very far. Yeah. I would say we're getting Definitely. there. We're getting there. We're trying. I mean, I'm aware of it. You yeah, know? yeah. And so, that's the first step, I guess. But oh man, you yeah, know, no. when you talk about sharing, it's the, it really is about sharing space on a on a micro level and on a macro level. It's yeah. like. We are sharing the planet, mm. not just the great highway. <laughs> no, we're exactly. sharing the planet. Yeah. How are we going to do it? Because you got to drive to Target. <laughs> I want to ride my bike to Trader Joe's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and listen to my podcast. Mm -hmm. You want to go have your day off for self care. And some, some bike privilege guy is yeah. on the Strava app and he's trying to crush his personal record. Get me out of Strava. <laughs> I'm in and out of Strava, but get me fully out of Strava. I don't need that. I'm like everyone on there is like a, all my white male friends whom I love. Yeah, I, I, I do know. love these guys, but I'm just like, listen, this is not fair. Like my PRs are never going to, this is, no, it's, it's, an not, well, it's an upsetting app for people who just want to like, because there was a moment. I know you're like half as fast as everybody. Yeah, there's half as fast. My legs are like half as short. And I'm just like, this is really an interesting, I got to get out of this, but Can I, I want to still like track my, I love the ability to track my rides. And yeah. there's a moment. Can you make it private? Yeah, I could. Just do that. I mean, I, cause I like to see how many miles or whatever. Um, there was a moment mid Pando. Mm -hmm. You're looking at the local legend of the Great Highway right mm, here. Okay. Did which, you like get in the status? Yeah. Like one of the. Well, do you know local legend is. Uh -huh. So that's just like the person that does it the most. Oh my God. Not about how good or. So it's like they just, just throw you that it bone. Constantly? So it's really funny because I did it the most for 30 days and I had the record for a while. But then you look at the actual stats and it's like I literally am half as fast as yeah. the guys that are like crushing it, you know. But I was the local legend. <laughs> my God, my God. Uh, oh, wow. Well, no, this was great. I'm glad that you're just, I mean, it's a discussion. You got to get I'm an audio. It's time for another audio. So I needed, I needed something. I didn't know what the next audio I'm, was going to be. I'm very. Maybe I'm, it's becoming a cyclist podcast. <laughs> I don't want to be a cyclist. Yeah. No, I think you're, you, you have know? more, there's more complexity. I think that it's a good part of you. It's just a, it's a bike. Great I part. just bike around. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bite. There's nothing more. It's true. It's true. I'm here for it. 
But there are. Boy, those guys. But there are. They love it. There's com- there's a complexity to it, and not. I feel like you're gonna see it more after this. I know. I'm worried about that. Yeah, you're gonna see it a little bit more, and you're gonna be like, shit. That's what she meant. Well, I definitely, when people were complaining about the group that gathered to protest the closure of the thing, when I heard that critique, I just thought back to the folks. And I was like, yeah, that's like a $10,000 electric cargo bike with like a children carrier in the front. And the dude that's riding it, like even just his, his outerwear, I'm like, this guy's doing well. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know? it's 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 really funny. It's really this really guy has funny. More money. San Francisco's a weird place too. Like we put it that way. Well, like it's also yeah. a weird Jesus. place in that where like you can be uh, the most privileged person, but like also take strip yourself down and like try to kind of like. But here's the thing: it always kind of comes back. So like the family that commutes to sc- drops their kids off at school on a bike. It's like let's all do it on a bike. Let's have a little cargo thing. Let's not do a car. We're not, we're a mile away. We're two miles away, but there's hills. Let's do it on a bike. Great. But somehow that family, after a year, has realized, you know what's a little faster? An electric bike. Let's put them on the electric bike. Yeah. It's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, it's just a funny place. Yeah. Where it's like, they tr- everyone tries, those with privilege and money in the city, which there's a lot, really there's there's always like this fight between like, owning it and then not owning it yeah and then you realize then still it's still a city and hopefully there's still mix of demographics for people who are just trying to like survive and live right and i think biking is a perfect intersection to talk about it so yeah I think you're, that's true i think you're I, this conversation is going to be i hope more in the in our in everywhere everyone's mind before. maybe people will tweet it out and they can hear <laughs> us talk about it i hope what's your website my website's just my portfolio. It's alexisbustos.design. Enjoy your self-care. Thank you. What a treat. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna, we're done. Now I'm we're going to have the, the problem with the recording of yeah. the conversation is as soon as I turn it off, we're going to have the best things. Do you, That's what um, happens. Do you edit or do you just put it I'll all I'll probably up? edit a little bit. Okay. I might edit out some of the sounds. <laughs>